the phrase, the death of birth. It was E.O. Wilson's expression for species extinction, the death of birth, and it was a point of a spear in the match chest. And I read on, and the spear went deeper, and it became an epiphanal experience, a total change of mindset for myself, and uh, a change of paradigm. Can any product be made sustainably? Well, not any and every product. Can we make landmines sustainably? Well, I don't think so. There's a more fundamental question than that about landmines. Some products ought not be made at all unless we can make carpets sustainably. Now, perhaps we don't have a place in a sustainable world, but neither does anybody else making products unsustainably. One day early in this journey, it dawned on me that uh, the way I've been running Interface is the way of the plunderer. Plundering something that's not mine, something that belongs to every creature on earth. And I said to myself, my goodness, the day must come when this is illegal, that when plundering is not allowed, I mean, it must come. So I said to myself, my goodness, someday people like me will end up in jail. I've got to be honest with you. When the September 11th situation happened, I didn't know that because <laughs> I must say, I want to say this because it's, I want to take it lightly. It's not a light situation. It's, devastating act uh, it was really a bad thing one of the worst things I've seen in my lifetime you know but I will tell you and every trader will tell you who was not in that building and who was buying gold and who won gold and silver that when it happened the first thing you thought about was well how much is gold up the first thing that came to mind was my god gold must be exploding Fortunately for us, all our clients were in gold. So when it went up, they all doubled their money. Everybody doubled their money. It was a blessing in disguise. Devastating, crushing, heart shattering. But on a financial sense, for the, my clients that were in the market, they all made money. Now, I wasn't looking for this type of help. But it happened. When the U.S. bombed Iraq uh, back in 1991, the price of oil went from $13 to $40 a barrel, for Christ's sake. Now, we couldn't wait for the bombs to start raining down on Saddam Hussein. We were all excited. We wanted Saddam to really create problems. Do whatever you have to do. Set fire to some more oil wells because the price is going to go higher. Every broker was chanting that. There was not a broker that I know of that wasn't excited about that. This was a disaster. This was something that was, you know, catastrophe happening, bombing, wars. In devastation, there is opportunity. The pursuit of profit is an old story, but there was a time when many things were regarded either as too sacred or too essential for the public good to be considered business opportunities. 
they were protected by tradition and public regulation. We can really begin to take a look at the emergence of the modern age with the enclosure movements of the great European commons in the 14th, 15th, and 16th century. Medieval life uh, was a collectively lived life. It was a brutish, nasty affair, but there was a collective responsibility. People belonged to the land, the land did not belong to people. And in this European world, people farmed the land in a collective way because they saw it as a commons. It belonged to God. And then it was administered by the church, the aristocracy, and then the local manors as stewards of God's creation. Beginning with Tudor England, we began to see a phenomenon emerge, and that is the enclosure of the great commons by parliamentary acts in England and then in Europe. And so first we began to take the great land masses of the world, which were commons and shared, and we reduced those to private property. Then we went after the oceans, the great oceanic commons, and we created laws and regulations that would allow countries to claim a certain amount of water outside their coastal limits for exploitation. In this century, we went after the air, and we divided into air corridors that could be bought and sold for commercial traffic for airplanes. And then, of course, the rest is history. With deregulation, privatization, free trade, what we're seeing is yet another enclosure, and if you like, private taking of the commons. One of the things I find very interesting in our current debates is uh, this concept of who creates wealth. That wealth is only created when it's owned privately. What would you call clean water, fresh air, a safe environment? Are they not a form of wealth? And why does it only become wealth when some entity puts a fence around it and declares it private property? Well, you know, that's not wealth creation, that's wealth usurpation. Over the centuries, we have put more and more things in that public realm, and lately, just lately, in the last, let's say, three or four decades, started pulling them out again. So, firefighters, for instance. This man needs a fire department. Firefighters started as private companies. Yes, and lots of other people need the fire department, too. And if you didn't have the medallion of a given firefighter brigade on your house and it was on fire, those firefighters would just, you know, ride on by because you didn't have a deal. Well, we gradually evolved a public trust for the provision of safety on that very specific level. Um, this, is, this is important. We should not go back from that and, and start saying, well, you know, why don't we put that back in the market and see what that does. Maybe it'll make it more efficient. The privatization does not mean you take a public institution and give it to some nice person. It means you take a public institution and give it to an unaccountable tyranny. Public institutions have many side benefits. Uh, for one thing, they may purposely run at a loss. They're not out for profit. They may purposely run at a loss because of the side benefits. So for example, if a public steel industry runs at a loss, it's providing cheap steel to other industries.
maybe that's a good thing. Public institutions can have a countercyclic property, so that means that they can maintain employment in periods of recession, which increases demand, which helps you get out of a recession. Private company can't do that in a recession throughout the workforce because you make money. There are those who intend that one day everything will be owned by somebody. And we're not just talking goods here, we're talking human rights, human services, essential services for life, education, public health, social assistance, pensions, housing. Um, we're also talking about um, the, 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 the survival of the planet, the areas that we are, must be maintained in the commons or under common control or we will collectively die. Uh, water and air. Even in the case of air, there's been some progress. And here the idea is to say, look, we can't avoid the dumping of carbon dioxide. We can't avoid the dumping of sulfur oxides. At least we can't at the moment afford to, to stop it. And so we're dumping a certain amount of, of stuff into the environment. So we're going to say, with the current tonnage of sulfur oxides, for example, we will say that is the limit and we'll create permits for that amount give them to the people who've been doing the polluting, and now we will permit them to be traded. And so now, there's a price attached to polluting the environment. Now, wouldn't it be marvelous if we had one of those prices for everything? It sounds like you're advocating private ownership of every square inch of the planet. Absolutely. Every cubic foot of air, water, it sounds outlandish to say we want to have the whole universe, the whole of the earth owned. That doesn't mean I want to have Joe Bloggs owning this square foot, but it means that the interests that are involved in that stream are owned by some group or by some people who have an interest in maintaining it. And that, you know, that is not such a loony idea. It's, it's in fact, the solution to a lot of these problems. Imagine a world in which one of the things owned by a corporation was the song Happy Birthday. In fact, an AOL Time Warner subsidiary holds the copyright. In the past, it has demanded over $10,000 to allow you to hear anyone sing this popular song in a film. We didn't pay. We preferred to use the money to fly our crew to Boston and Los Angeles to bring you the following story. Five, four, three, two, one. Off into space. Man, that takes real teamwork. And here's a team of junior spacemen with an out-of-this-world breakfast. Comparing the marketing of yesteryear to the marketing of today is like comparing a BB gun to a smart bomb. It's not the same as when I was a kid, or even when the people who are young adults today were kids. It's much more sophisticated and it's much more pervasive. It's not that products themselves are bad or good. It's the notion of manipulating children into buying the products. In 1998, 
Western International Media, Century City, and Lieberman Research Worldwide conducted a study on nagging. We asked parents to keep a diary for three weeks and to record every time, you could imagine, every time their child nagged them for a product. We asked them to record when, where, and why. This study was not to help parents cope with nagging. It was to help corporations help children nag for their products more effectively. Anywhere from 20% to 40% of purchases would not have occurred unless the child had nagged their parents. That is, we found, for example, a quarter of all visits to theme parks wouldn't have occurred unless a child nagged their parents. Four out of 10 visits to places like Chuck E. Cheese would not have occurred. And any parent would understand that. You know, when I think of Chuck E. Cheese, oh my goodness, it's noise. And there's so many kids. Why would I want to spend two hours there? But if the child nags enough, you're going to go. We saw the same thing with movies, with home video, with fast food. We do have to break through this barrier where they, where they do tell us, or they say they don't like it when their kids nag. Well, that's just a general attitude that they possess. It doesn't mean that they necessarily act on product 100% of the time. You can manipulate consumers into wanting and therefore buying your products. It's a game. Children are not little adults. Their minds aren't developed. And what's happening is that marketers are playing to their developmental vulnerabilities. The advertising that children are exposed to today is honed by psychologists. It's enhanced by media technology that nobody ever thought was possible. The more insight you have about the consumer, the more creative you'll be in your communication strategies. So if that takes a psychologist, yeah, we want one of those on staff. I'm not saying that it's wrong to make things for children. You know, and I also think it's important to distinguish between psychologists who work on products for children who help, help you know, toy cor corporations make toys that are developmentally appropriate. I think that's great. That's different from selling the toys directly to the children. The initiative is huge. I think in the U.S. we place about $12 billion of media time. So we'll put it on TV, we'll put it in print, we'll put it up in outdoor, we'll, we'll buy radio time. So we're the biggest buyers of advertising time and space in the U.S. and in the world. One family cannot combat an industry that spends $12 billion a year trying to get their children. They can't do it. They are tomorrow's adult consumers, so start talking with them now, build that relationship when they're younger, and you've got them as an adult. Somebody asked me, Lucy, is that ethical? You're essentially manipulating these children. Well, yeah. yeah is it ethical? <laughs> I don't know. But our, our well, goal, yeah. initiative is to move products. And if we know you move products with a certain creative execution, place in a certain type of media vehicle, then we've done our job. Every institution provides the people who are members of it with a social role to occupy. And typically, institutions that are vibrant and, and have a lot of power will 
specify that role in, in some sense as, as a list of virtues. It's true for churches, for schools, for, for any institution that, that has power over, over people and, and shapes them. Think about understand though. They might have somebody here who don't understand. It's 700 some people that came in here. Like the waters of a mighty ocean, this force is known as consumer power. The goal for corporations is to maximize profit and market share. And they also have a goal for their target, namely the population. Now they have to be turned into completely mindless consumers of goods that they do not want. Uh, you have to uh, develop what are called created wants. So you have to create wants. Uh, you have to impose on people what's called a philosophy of futility. Uh, you have to focus them on uh, the insignificant things of life, like fashionable consumption. I'm just basically quoting business literature, and it makes perfect sense. Uh, the ideal is to have individuals who are totally dissociated from one another, whose conception of themselves, uh, the, the sense of value, is just how many created wants can I satisfy? These people are customers because they are willing to trade money for widgets. And all the customers take their widgets home to all parts of the country. Look at all that money the widget builder has taken in from the sale of his widgets. We have huge industries. Public relations industry is a monstrous industry. Advertising and so on is, uh, which are designed from infancy to try to mold people into this desired pattern. We saw Tiger Woods on TV with a hat, with a Nike logo on it, and we figured, you know, he probably gets like millions of dollars just to wear the hat on a press conference, and therefore we figured we can do that for someone else and hopefully get money in turn so we can go to school. And that's how we came up with being corporately sponsored. We made our sponsor announcement on today's show on June 18th. We're currently sponsored by First USA. We're currently working with First USA as our corporate sponsor, and they're covering our college tuition down to First USA as our sponsor. We're proud to be working with them. Our sponsor is First USA, so we're really thrilled to announce First USA as a sponsor. We're thrilled to be working with First USA. And so we give First USA a good name in the media and include them in our news stories, and then through there they get as much advertising as we can give them. They'll be not to the wishes of demanding parents, but to the wishes of an image-conscious corporation. They're not just out there for the money, and they're just, they, I mean, they want to work with us and be our friends and, and let us help them help us and vice versa. Uh, we became walking billboards to pay for our college tuition. Cool side of the day picked us as cool side, and Yahoo picked us, and we were in USA Today. When we did our photo shoot for People Magazine, this is where we stood, <laughs> up on top. <laughs> we stood up here and we smiled. We smiled and took the picture. Our parents had more stories and stuff to tell us, but <laughs> we have our corporate sponsor story. Exactly. I mean, I have a lot of faith in the corporate world because it's always going to be there, so you may as well have faith in it because if you don't, then that's just not good. Some of the best creative minds are employed to assure our faith in the corporate worldview.
They seduce us with beguiling illusions designed to divert our minds and manufacture our consent. Corporations don't advertise products particularly. They're advertising a way of life, a way of thinking, you know, a story of, of you know, who we are as people and how we got here and what's the source of our so-called liberty and our so-called freedom. You know, so you have decades and decades and decades of propaganda and education teaching us to think in a certain way. When applied to the large corporation, it's that the corporation was inevitable, that it's indispensable, that it somehow is remarkably efficient, and that it is responsible for progress and a good life. Perception management is a very interesting concept. It's basically a methodology which helps us when we work with our client. Please charge. Very systematic, thoughtful process in order to be able to help our clients identify what the resources are that they have, what the barriers to their success are, and how we can use communications to help them accomplish their objectives. Please charge. If Michael or Angelica came to me and said, Dad, what do you do and why is it important? My answer to that question is basically that I help corporations have a voice. And I help corporations share the point of view about how they feel about things. They're selling themselves, they're selling their, their domination, they're selling their rule, and they're creating an image for themselves as just regular folks down the block. Hi, how you all doing today? Good to see you. How are you doing today? Hi, how you doing today? We're from Pfizer. Where are your neighbors? You're in the new houses? Are you in the new houses? Oh, these are some neighbors. Well, can we say hello? Can we say hello just for a minute? So, what do you think of the neighborhood now? It's all right, it's good. Yeah, I think it's been getting better over the last 20 years that I've been coming here. Yeah. So I think together, you know, working with you and Pfizer and our other partnership will make this a better place. Okay, nice to see you, Ms. Frazier. Bye. There used to be a lot of crime at this subway. One night as I was going home, uh, I got caught and was almost bugged. And so we decided to make a change to make this community better. We're, we're looking at turnstiles that prevent fare beating. Uh, it used to be that you could just hop right over. So Pfizer, in collaboration with the Transit Authority, actually purchased these machines. This is a talkback box that allows us to speak to the Pfizer guard, which is approximately 500 yards from here. Now, I haven't seen the Pfizer guard today, but I'm going to see if I can call him. If he's not, I'll have to go wake him up. Hello, hello, Tom Klein speaking. So I'm sure before he'll, we're through, he'll call back.
what I started to understand and what I understand now is that branding is not advertising, it's production. And very successful corporations, the corporations of the future, do not produce products, they produce brand meaning. The dissemination of the idea of themselves is their act of production. And the dissemination of the idea of themselves is an enormously invasive project. So how do you make a brand idea real? Well, a good place to start is um, by building a three-dimensional manifestation of your brand. For a company like Disney, it goes even further, where it's actually building a town, Celebration Florida. Currently, there are about 5,000 residents who call Celebration home, and there are about 1,300 single-family homes, a town center that's a place where people gather that has uh, about four or five restaurants and about a dozen other shops. Their inspiration, their brand image, is the all-American family and um, the sort of bygone American town. Their brand driver is family magic, and everything that that company does is in and around those two words. If you take that, a branded environment such as a Disney World or a Disneyland is a logical extension of that brand. Film, animated film, family-oriented film is a very logical extension of that. As a business, though, they also know that if they they want to get into other forms of entertainment that does not fit family magic they do not brand it disney they want to get into adult more serious type fare when it comes to film they brand it touchstone the disney brand speaks of reassurance it speaks of tradition it speaks of quality and you can see that here in this community that we've built and that's where you see the truly imperialist aspirations of branding, which is about building uh, these privatized branded cocoons, which maybe you start by shopping in and then you, you continue by holidaying in, but eventually, why not just move in? What happens if we wake up one day and we find out that virtually all of our relationships that are mediated between us and our fellow human beings are commercial? We find out that virtually every relationship we have is a commercially arbitrated relationship with our fellow human beings. You know, and this is all in friendship. On that narrow definition of how we interact with each other. Wow. What a dream. I should give you a day in the life of a person who might be the target of undercover marketing. And I will tell you that some of these things are happening right now around you. So I need you to focus. I got his feet from some online or mail order retailer. And there's a bunch of boxes there with, of course, a big brand message on it. You walk out. A lot of people must be ordering from that company. Well, what you don't know is that we paid the doorman to keep those empty boxes there. You walk out into the street and you hear some people having kind of a loud conversation about a, uh, a musical act. And they're kind of passing the headphones back and forth. They're like, wow, this is great. Hey, do you know that, that I heard this CD is really hard to find, but I heard they sell it at Store X. 
Seven years later, the U.S. Patent Office issued a one-sentence decree. You can patent anything in the world that's alive except a full-birth human being. States rule today that living organisms produced in the laboratory may be patented. This decision to extend patent the U.S. Supreme Court had to decide was whether one man or one company should be able to control new forms of life. We allow a company or college to exclusively own a species. What does that say about our reverence for life? Researchers at Harvard manipulated the genes of mice, making their offspring more susceptible to cancer. They patented the Harvard
basket, right? won the award. Twenty-four hours, that's that clockwork. Clock on the grind every day, that's that clockwork. Clock can't stop, keep going, that's that clockwork. Clock, that's that clockwork. Clock, that's that clockwork. Clock, no sleep. Twenty-four hours, that's that clockwork. Clock on the grind every day, that's that clockwork. Clock can't stop, keep going, that's that clockwork. Clock, that's that clockwork. Clock, that's that clockwork. Clockwork. Go all the way back when I was a young nigga. Got my first pack, fell in love with drug dealing. Drug I was hungry and thirsty, and I'm still is. That's why I grind hard, like I got six kids. Damn. New car, new house, is what them bricks did. Bricks. New jewelry, new kicks, what them licks did. What? I was born fucked up, I wasn't a rich kid. No. Just a young hustler, didn't know how to flip shit. Work. When that work coming ten, like bitch quick. What? That's when you know you got some strong A. When that word coming ten like this quick, that's when you know you got some strong A one shit. No sleep, twenty four hours, that's that clockwork. Five on the grind every day, that's that clockwork. Five can't stop, keep going, that's that clockwork. Five, that's that clockwork. Five, that's that clockwork. Five, no sleep, twenty four hours, that's that clockwork. Five on the grind every day, that's that clockwork. Five can't stop, keep that's that clockwork. Clock, that's that clockwork. Clock, that's that clockwork. Clockwork. Six o'clock, jamming bags. That's that clockwork. I got it. Mob, fuck a bitch. I put the block first. In the trap, fuck a job. That's why I work. On that eight, pushing weight till my arms hurt. In this bezel, on my wrist, it make my arms hurt. No conversation.
bitch, and I got this 30, I'm a spark first. Spinning off this AK, took it no bitch, gotta catch my guard first. Niggas want me dead, but do I gon' blow? We just hope this Glock work. Now I'm back on the block, tryna get this guap, nigga, that's that clock work. Roll them and them cops, tryna slide on the odds, nigga, that's that clock work. And you better not snooze when they pull up on you, better hold that clock work. My niggas pull up 20 phones, rides in the window, city shots in them toppers. No sweet 24 hours, that's that clock work. Clock on the grind, nigga. Day, that's that clockwork, clockwork Can't stop, keep going, that's that clockwork Clockwork, that's that clockwork Clockwork, that's that clockwork Clock, no sleep, 24 hours, that's that clockwork Clock on the grind, every day, that's that clockwork Clock, can't stop, keep going, that's that clockwork Clock, that's that clockwork Clock, that's that clockwork Clockwork Yeah. 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 Remember sleeping clear the crib, broke with no clothes. No, they don't know what I had. They don't know what I had. Grab a quarter ounce, trying to turn it to a O. They don't know what I had. They don't know what I had. Say they don't know what I had. They don't know what I had. They don't know what I have of it. They don't know what I have of it. They don't know what I had. They don't know what I had. They don't know what I have. Down the back with no luck no. Only thing on my mind was a fucking come up They don't know the half They don't know the half They don't know the half of it They don't know the half of it Money and these bitches ain't shit to me Got my niggas in loyalty I miss all my niggas, that's R.I.P. But I'ma overdrive down up in these streets Turned up, got my pipe on me Glowed up, put that light on me Keep my gun on me It ain't finna be no robbery Fuck homicide in D.A. Got bricks in every state Hundred bricks came in Damn, we should celebrate I remember sleeping clear the crib Broke with no clothes They don't know what I had They don't know what I had Tryna grab a quarter ounce Tryna turn it to a O They don't know what I had They don't know what I had They don't know what I they don't know the half. They don't know the half of it. They don't know the half of it. They don't know the half. They don't know the half. They don't know the half of it. They don't know the half of it. Fake niggas tryna befriend me. With me, then we got the same enemies. Loyalty before royalty. And it's like that to the end of me. Nigga say my name and it's R.I.P. Fuck the law, fuck CBD. Only got a brick left. I just sold six keys. Trying to get this cake. Ain't trying to make mistakes. No. She wanna be my babe, but I only wanna face. No. Only got one life, so live it up. How much money coming in, can't get, enough. can't get enough. If I go broke, I'm sticking up. Take lame ass niggas to give it up. I need that. I remember sleeping clear the crib, broke with no clothes. They don't know the half. They don't know the half. Tryna grab a quarter ounce, tryna turn it to a O. They don't know the half. They don't know the half. Say they don't know the half. They don't know the half. They don't know the half of it. 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 They don't know the half of
you might overdose, but I'ma be prepared. I got shooters over here, drugs over there. Hey, don't you be confused, you could take a pill. D-I-U-G-S, D-I-U-G-S. We could get some money too, shit. Why not take it there? D-A in my hair, but my fingers clear. This shit rule the world if you knew how to make it there. D-I-U-G-S, D-I-U-G-S. Yeah, it's your boy SD, man. You listen to my debut album, Truly Blessed. So many drugs, you shoulda knew. Ain't no rest there. I know how you feel, girl. I got you chill. Smoke a little herb, now she down to hell. I got you. You can still kill, put your body here. D I U G S, make you lose your fear. Coolin' with my niggas, you know how we is. So don't be a fool and get your people scared. D I U G S, D I U G S. Money gotta cover drug shit, so it's always here. D I U G S, D I U G S. I know out of all these drug shit, someone made it up. D I U G S, D I U G S. D I U G S, D I U G S. We on D I U G S, D I U G S. D I U G S, D I U G S. We on D I U G S, D I U G S. Music brings us together even when we're apart. Because virtual festivals can be performed anywhere and enjoyed everywhere. That's why TD is proud to support over 60 virtual music and cultural festivals. Connecting artists with fans from coast to coast. Dirty Fans. 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 Get it for the cheap, damn. Bricks, pounds, everything, and I get it for the cheap. Bricks. If I don't say they I'm get your ass tomorrow. I ain't try to have me can't run from them hollers. Shout out to my plug, man. Shout out to my father. My father. Man, my lingo. Get it for the cheap, though. Cheap, though. I get it for the cheap, though. Bricks. I get it for the cheap, though. Pounds. I get it for the cheap, though. Work. I get it for the cheap, though. Bricks. I get it for the cheap dough, cheap dough. Selling work in my back dough, back dough. Damn, who done set my front dough? Damn, don't make me shoot like the people. In the trap moving kilo, kilo. Got tips like Frito, Frito. Got quad like casino. 
Got to shoot a super free, though. Some of my bitches call me free, though. <laughs> Lame niggas ain't with me, though. Eat, Been a hustler since a snotty nose. What? Try me and I'm popping, folks. Bang, bang. Knocking shit down like dominoes. Domino. Been a leader, never follow folks. No. Get the spray like a water hose. No. If I don't think they I'ma get your ass tomorrow. Man, try to have me, can't run from them hollers. Shout out to my plug, man. Shout out to my vato. My vato. my lingo. Get it for the cheap, though. Cheap, though. I get it for the cheap, though. Bricks. I get it for the cheap, though. Pounds. I get it for the cheap, though. Work. I get it for the cheap though, I get this hustle from my people. You don't understand a kilo Trap spots, that's just me though. Quick cash, I get sloppy dough. Get the shoot, nice sloppy dough. Sell you niggas, pay the proper roll. Hood bitches play the proper role. The proper role. In the kitchen, I just use the stove. I use the stove. And my plug, he call me Gino. Gino. But my class say Diego. Diego. Big plus, big as egg rolls. Egg rolls. Cheap work like a Pablo. Pablo. Kill his ass with no sorrow. No sorrow. Be here today and back tomorrow. Tomorrow. Water whipping with the pot flow. If I don't faint, then I'm get your ass tomorrow. Tomorrow. Try to have, but can't run from them hollers. Shout out to my plug, man. Shout out to my father. My father. They speak my lingo. Get it for the cheap though. Cheap though. I get it for the cheap though. Bricks. I get it for the cheap though. Pounds. I get it for the cheap though. Work. I get it for the cheap though. Bricks. Get out of here, you dago bastard. Go on, get your ass out of here. Shoot his mama in the motherfucking face. 
in the face, in a trap, whipping work like a slave, like a slave, in the hood, my little niggas can't behave, what? chest shot, or the neck, or the face, or the face, put a up, nigga, in his fucking grave, in his grave, big K, a big K, big K, social say he want him dead, he die today, die today, got a 30, I just bought a big K, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, hey big K, hey big K, I just went and bought a big K, shoot a nigga dead in his face, I ain't never like him anyway, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, I sublime, I don't like no rules, eh? I just bound for my whole game, game. Baby, you know we the glow game. Sneak this and get you found the next day, next day. Stretched out bullet holes from my cake, from my cake. It ain't my birthday, but I got a lot of cake, lot of cake. Try to take it and I'm shooting you in the face. Bah, bah. In a trap with the squad, moving weight, moving weight. White bitches sniffing roll up off the plate. What? I don't trust niggas, a lot of niggas faint, they faint. When I'm on your ass, ain't no escape. Nah. Try to run, ain't worry, bus chase. I just went and bought a big K. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I just went and bought a big K. What? A big K. A big K. I just went and bought a big K. Shoot a nigga dead in his face. I ain't never like him anyway. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I sublime, I don't like no rules, eh? I just bound for my whole game. Baby, you know we the glow game.